Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, passengers, to Real Film Nerds episode number 232, Jungle Cruise. This week, the backside of water of the Real Film Nerds podcast, Mysterious Mike Talent. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great. Great. Uh, nice, nice integration of the movie, man. Good, good job. Now, the question is, Mike, did you experience that joke when you went on the ride when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. It, it brought me right back as soon as he said it. Many times. Now, talking about bringing things back, two weeks in a row, special guest, soon to be new co-host, if she keeps it up, Maniacal Mags. Mags, how are you? I am doing great, Maddie Cakes. Thank you for asking. I am super excited to be back again. This is really fun for me. I enjoy the banter. So yeah, good times. Good times. I enjoy the bump in our numbers by 25%. <laughs> is that seriously what That's happened? seriously what happened. That is amazing. You are welcome. <laughs> good job, honey. <laughs> Pays to have women on a podcast, even it if it's just sure the voices. It does. <laughs> it does. All right, so episode 232, Jungle Cruise, Walt Disney comes back with another ride movie. Mike, go ahead, give us the rundown. All right, Matt. So, uh, like you said, Jungle Cruise, um, it's starring, oh, well, uh, it's directed by Jaime Colette Sarah, is uh, written by uh, Michael Green, Glenn Ficarra, John Rookie. John Norval, Josh Goldstein, and this movie is starring The Rock and The Blunt. Yes, Emily Blunt. Uh, Edgar Ramirez, uh, Jack Whitehall, Jesse Plemons, Paul Giamatti, Veronica Falcone. And this movie, like you said, Matt, is based on Disneyland's theme park ride where a small riverboat takes a group of travelers through a jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles, but with a supernatural element. Okay, so let's see. Let's go with the former Disney employee years ago, Mm -hmm. Maniacal Mags. You're first. I'm first for what? Impressions Your of the movie? Your first impressions of the movie. Yeah. Oh man, you did this to me last week too. The pressure. No, oh, no do you pressure. want do you want a mic you want your husband to go first? No, no, it's okay. I'm gonna step up to the plate because you know, badass women do that. Yes, that's true. <laughs> hey, speaking of badass women, Emily Blunt, she Exa- had more hey, action man. in this than freaking The Rock did. How awesome was that? Typical of a dude to just steal exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, she she was great. Um, I I really enjoyed this movie. My my impressions were, um, you know, I'm like I said last week. I'm not a a film nerd. I'm not a massive critic. I watch things to be entertained, and I was thoroughly entertained. I loved the banter um, between Emily Blunt and Mr. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Um, I thought that they played off of each other really really well. Um, I thought that the uh, story was really good considering they they based it off of a ride that's existed forever and it's kind of an iconic ride uh for disney and so many people love it so they kind of had big shoes to fill in terms of 
making sure that they're being um, authentic to the ride itself and also creating a, a, a Disney style entertainment. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Well, good. Mike, did you enjoy it? Uh, so Matt, yeah, I, I kind of like this. I, I kind of, uh, sum this up as a kind of a national treasure, Indiana Jones kind of movie. Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean kind of feel to it. So it was, it's kind of fun, kind of an adventure. You know, we don't get as many of these as we probably should. And, uh, I, I thought this was just fun. It's a popcorn movie. I love the, uh, homage to the ride with uh, some of the very dad-like uh, jokes uh, filling it. So that that was fun. Um, I don't know. I I I I pretty much liked it just like uh, my wife Megs. So what you're saying? It was a very punny movie. Oh, this again! Like I was, I was really happy watching this movie because the ride itself. For those folks who have never been on the ride, uh, it is filled with terrible punny jokes um, brought to you by your captain, uh, who is piloting your boat as you go on your jungle cruise. And a lot of those jokes made it into the movie, uh, and I thought that it was wonderful because I hate or I love, I love terrible punny dad jokes i just i loved it but i thought we addressed it last week their mom jokes on the podcast we, well yeah they are i mean when they when they come from me they're mom jokes but uh everybody knows them as dad jokes so. yeah all right all right that's true true uh maggie's definitely better at those jokes in our uh relationship i only have one every once in a while maggie just cranks them out <laughs> but i feel like for, i'm not gonna come up with anything because the movie used them all I'm not going to have any, unless I, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'll have a witty moment here on the pod. We'll see. Well, we'll a, see. another bit of trivia I was reading about was that the pilot of said ships during the ride is called the Skipper. And that is why mm-hmm. The Rock went by Skippy or Skipper in the film. Another homage to the ride. Yes, Indeed. So lots of call-outs to the ride if you are a Disneyland fan. I don't know if they still do this. I haven't been on the Jungle Cruise in a very long time. So I don't know how much of it has relayed from our childhood. But from my experience on the film, it pretty much was the ride, at least that first segment where you experience the rock and he's taking his first cruise out and up down, up and down the river. It was pretty much almost identical to going on the ride. I think uh, from my memory, if it serves uh, okay, it was very, very similar, and it was fun how they integrated in some of the uh, more adventurous scenes, um, trying to make it seem more realistic, but also plays into the movie storyline. And they even had the hippo, which is not native to the Amazon. And luckily in the movie, the skipper did not pull out a gun and shoot the hippo. That is true. No. No. There was no hippo shootings, but you are correct. Coming from the animal expert of the three of us here, hippos are not native. However, there are certain areas where hippos have been introduced um, in uh, in the, the, the rivers over there, and it kind of messed with the ecosystem. And there's been all kinds of. It started it started a long time ago, and 
now they've bred and there's like 300 hippos that live there. It's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> so it's a, uh, a nuisance creature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maggie, uh, talking about animals in this movie, uh, what did you think of the wildlife sounds used throughout <laughs> the movie? <laughs> oh, my. So, it, you know, they used generic animal sounds for for a lot of the animals so you know the you know like uh the the monkeys that they had in there they all sounded like chimpanzees now why they all sound like chimpanzees is beyond me i have absolutely no idea um the uh macaws i don't even know what kind of <laughs> bird sort of kind of parrot sounding didn't sound like a, a real macaw to me i have worked with macaws and didn't sound like them there were there were several times where there were uh animal sounds that for for those who are animal savvy which is probably a very very small segment of the of the population um you know there <laughs> if you're listening to it and you're like <laughs> and you hear these sounds like i don't know that that one's not right nope that one's not right yeah, what what of the movie animals uh did you see any that didn't really belong besides of course the uh hippo that Matt pointed out which yeah. I don't want to give it away. Well, yeah, I don't know. Are we at spoilers? I don't no. I don't want to Nowhere near okay. spoilers yet, Mike. All How right. dare you? So, I don't I don't want to say stuff yet. Okay. All right. Well, Hold that thought. Yes. The, the one I had going was, so basically, the green screen animals, they did not have the right sounds for the fake animals. That is accurate. I mean, some of them might have been correct, but there were a lot that were not correct. Well, and that's one of the things like I wasn't a super huge fan of, but they did a really good job is how much of this movie was green screen. It is a lot. A whole yeah. lot. Yep. And I, I really enjoyed, I mean, again, coming from the animal person point of view, uh, the realism in the animals that they, they were able to CGI, I thought that was great. Um, I mean, CGIing the, the entire Amazon <laughs> rainforest, I mean, that, that it was really good. Yeah, no, they did a great job. I just hate how much of it is there i just it's me hearkening back to wanting more practical effects of the mm. filming days of old i guess but if they got the budget which disney definitely has and they have the time i mean this movie was supposed to come out in 2019 it got pushed to 2020 then covid and they brought it out in 2021 but it's doing gangbusters you know it's doing great on disney plus it's doing great in the theaters people are loving it uh, Matt, uh, speaking about Disney Plus, um, so how did you watch this movie? I went to the theaters on a Friday night. Ooh, ooh, nice. Uh, well, uh, Mags and I, uh, we ended up using the Disney Plus online streaming because you know, as uh, we have a young child, and it's difficult for us to get out, and so we didn't want to ruin people's experience at the movie theater by bringing our child. And you're a financial baller. I don't. Uh, that has neither here nor there. It's, anyway. Yeah, we would have spent sure. the same amount on two tickets to go to the movie theater as we did buying them. That's true. Uh, buying the Disney Plus. So That's true. It was fine. Yeah. And you could have invited over like a lot more people. True. We could have. We could have. Um, but so we ended up doing that. And uh, apparently quite a few people also did that. But Matt, did you see? I'm sure you did. 
the uh, big news with Scarlett Johansson, your future ex-wife, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Disney, like the the lawsuit. Yeah, I'm okay with it because so, you know in the future I'll get a taste. So. <laughs> Is that going to be part of your prenup? I want half of the Disney Plus money. Yeah, at least half. I, hell, you, at this point, I'll take a quarter. Quarter would be more than anything I've ever made in my life. So I'm cool with that too. <laughs> nice, Matt. Nice. Okay. Well, I thought I'd bring that up for a little bit. I, I didn't want to d- dwell on it too much. Just just mention you know what's kind of going on, and it's really interesting times for streaming and and theater. Um, showing of movies and then with uh, the Delta virus stuff kicking back up. I mean, I don't know, man. It doesn't look good. It's not looking good at all. I'm afraid of future endeavors as far as my other job with the football team and movies and I don't know. There, Things are starting to... There's a lot of talk here. Again, Arizona is much like... Uh, Texas and other states across the country where they're fighting back against mass mandates and all that other stuff. So I don't, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see what happens, but things are not looking good. That's for sure. We will see. Time will tell. Yep. Only time will tell. So um, one thing I was going to say about the, the ScarJo money, uh, if I can leave the lights on, she can keep all the money though. How's that? (laughs) 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 Wow. Ms. Ms. Johansson, if you ever deign to listen to this, I will apologize on behalf of uh, my my friendish Maddie Cakes over there. Uh, please don't hate us. She she won't hate. <laughs> she won't hate. She just will ignore, like she has been forever, and that's fine. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that too. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, moving on, Matt. I think it's time for me to find out what. You are drinking to this uh, this fine evening, man. <sighs> Good. You got it out. You got it out. It took a minute. Mike, I am drinking one of my favorites. I stocked up. It is Cheap Beer Week. The Champagne of Beers. Miller Highlights. <sighs> Good one. I used to play on a softball team. We were sponsored by Miller, and we were the Miller Highlifers. We got the champagne of beers in the parking lot before every game. It was awesome. My saying, if it's good enough for people in the movies, it's good enough for me. <laughs> good. It's the beer that's like in every single movie. Like, if you pay attention, and whenever you see someone drinking a beer, they're drinking a high life. It's, it's crazy. Okay, Mike, go ahead. What IPA are you drinking? All right, man. So, you're right. It's another IPA. Uh, I'm drinking Sierra Nevada, Big Little Thing IPA. Megs, what are your thoughts on Big Little Thing IPA? <laughs> well, um, I have to say IPA lot because I drink a lot of water. <laughs> oh, snap. You're welcome. Love it. Love it, Skipper. Wow. wow. Mm. I just came up with that. I'm very proud of myself. I got one in, you guys. I got in my terrible punny joke oh, with a movie that had terrible punny jokes. Well, well, honey, that was great. I I was trying to think of one and I got nothing. So once again, <laughs> you win. Thanks. Doesn't she always win though, Mike? 
Yes. <laughs> it took him a while to get up to the <laughs> microphone and say that. If anybody was wondering, that's what would that he had to think before he answered like a smart man. So, all right, Mike, most important question. How does Jungle Cruise relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, Matt, thanks for asking. So, uh, for this movie, uh, Veronica uh, Falcone was in um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, um, I know that's not quite a movie, Matt, but it's in the MCU, and uh, we've done a little bit of that before, so. What did she play? What character was that? Uh, Mama, she, what? Mama, something. Oh, just a sec. Oh, that's fine. But uh, yeah, it's part of the MCU. So Mama Danya. Mama Danya, that's it. Yeah, no. It, the the shows on Disney Plus are part of the MCU. Uh, the one that's kind of a gray area as far as I'm concerned is S.H.I.E.L.D. Disney has denied that it's part of the MCU, but yet people say it is. People say it isn't. Just like Agent Carter, they say it is, but it isn't. That's more the gray area. The stuff that's on Disney, that's definitely MCU, for sure. Mm. Yeah, agreed. And she played the uh, traitor Sam, correct? Yep. So it was the uh, the leader of the whole tribe, and I don't know, I'm not, I would butcher trying to say whatever that tribe was called, so we'll just call him the tribe. <laughs> she was the leader. It was good. All right, so um, we will go ahead and enter our spoiler section for those of you who want to avoid it go ahead and turn off now who would like to start the spoiler section i know you were itching there mags so uh mike go ahead spoil away sir uh you know i don't i don't think i have too much to spoil matt but i did want to ask you what did you think about them using a uh submarine or or like a u-boat in in this movie in the amazon Best part of the movie? <laughs> Easily. I mean, come on. How ridiculous was it? Jesse Plemons, you know, rolling up in uh, the Amazon in a submarine, a World War One submarine. I mean, it, it was awesome. I loved it. It was one of my favorite parts. It was hilarious. There's no realism whatsoever. And that's one of those things that I really like about this movie. I talked about it on the radio this morning. This is like Disney getting back to form. Like these are the movies that we want from Disney. The the high adventure, the fun, the nonsensical action. Yes, it's all over the top. Yes, it's all spectacular, but that's what makes a lot of the Disney movies fun. Like uh the beginning of this film, you see Emily Blunt on the top of a ladder moving around doing an action scene on top of a ladder. It was it's not possible. It would never happen. But that was fun. That was a blast. I love it. I miss stuff like that. Matt, uh, being a Disney movie, what did you think of uh, Jesse Plemons' character cursing? He he said Shiza. I don't know how they're going to get away with it because it was in another language, I guess. But, well, I, here's the real question that everybody's asking. Mike, what do you think about having a homosexual character in a Disney movie? I thought we had lots of that before. I don't see what any kind of controversy is. 
What, this what, is one that they considered it a starring role and blatantly out there from the start. Uh, I don't know. I I thought it was fine. I don't. It didn't didn't detract from the movie or anything. It was just a character. I I don't know. No. Mags, personally, what do you think? I don't care. But it's just Disney. That's all. I I mean I think it was good because you know the three of us have grown up um, to you know in a culture that's we've been taught to be more accepting and and stuff. Um, and, uh, so for us, it's kind of like, yeah, well, whatever we, you know, it's, it was fine. It was fine. Um, but for a lot of people who are going to be watching this movie, it's, they might have grown up in a, a time or in a culture where it's totally not fine. And so to put, uh, a homosexual character in, um, a starring role as opposed to just a, a side role or a. Uh, you know, it's it's sort of vaguely mentioned, but just not given any real screen time. Um, I thought it was good. And I mean, Disney is all about diversity. They're all about trying to make it inclusive. And so writing that into this particular script, um, I thought it was a, a great choice. And, um, you know, it just keeps that narrative without being completely in your face, without... Uh, just him coming out and saying I'm gay, and then having to explain to your three year old what that means if you if you don't want to, you don't have to. Um, but they, you know, they they told the story without really blatantly telling the story, and I think that that's good. I think that brings it a little bit more into the mainstream without making it um, awkward. Yeah, they they didn't go over the top, like for instance, having the main character fall in love with the rock they just kept it as kind of a side thing where a lot of films where they do stuff like that they have they you know sneak that in and they make the main character the you think the love interest is going to be the guy and the girl and then it turns out to be the two you know same-sex couples whatever it is and they it's i'm glad disney didn't do something like that and really try and put it out there and be like accept it accept it accept it in your face kind of thing, you know? I think this was a good way to go about it as well. I agree. You know, man, I was also thinking about it from a different perspective. Uh, this is the, uh, you know, like 19, uh, 1917, 1918, right? Uh, it's right around, I think it was 16, 16. 17, 18. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right around World War One. I. I don't remember the exact year from watching the film, but. Yeah, so this is 100 years ago, which is nuts to think about. And uh, also, at that time in England, man, whew, uh, that was not something you could do. Um, not uh, publicly. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, you could be arrested, and, and um, the, the government had every right to do terrible things to you to try and rectify the situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, you know, one of the great minds of, uh, England that helped with World War II, uh, Alan Turing, uh, also was a gay man and ended up being castrated and, uh, tortured. Yeah. He helped dis- decipher the, um, uh, oh, I can't, uh, Enigma, the Enigma, uh, cipher from, from the Germans. Right. Uh, yeah. Which the is, Enigma machines. Which is right. just like 
like a travesty for their whole country. I mean, he saved thousands of people. No, just, probably millions, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, and, and then they end up ah, mm-hmm. like publicly shaming him. It is terrible. So, okay, I will change up topics a little bit. Um, one thing I wasn't a super huge fan of this film about was the story, I guess you would say. It was very, very convoluted and extremely fantastical, which I was okay with for the most part. It got, I predicted the part about The Rock being one of the uh, Spanish, the one of the conquistadors. I predicted that pretty easy. Um, I, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I think it was a little bit over the top having the villains be the creatures from the Amazon. That was a little bit too much Pirates of the Caribbean for me. <laughs> I concur. I, I literally said when they were um, coming out of the vines of the, the forest and, you know, all muddy and, you know, one's made of bees and one's made of mud. And, and um, I was like, oh, this is very Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it's very reminiscent. So that that was kind of uh, eh, they, they stole a little bit. Yeah, I would have liked more creativity. Granted, it's their product, too. But still, give us something a little more. Um, the the life-giving tree and having to drain the Amazon to get into it and all that stuff, I thought was cool. That was fun. The idea of the Rock's character building the town that they're all in and how he'd been there forever. And the reason why his boat is rickety and falling apart is because his boat's probably 100 plus years old. I liked all that stuff. I thought that was genius. I thought that was really well done. I, I don't know. There's just things I didn't like, but there are things I did. I, I think it could have been better, but it definitely could have been a hell of a lot worse. What did you guys think about um, the use of Paul Giamatti's character? Too too little? Enough? What did, I, I'm, I'm curious to, to hear what you guys think. They didn't use the actor enough. The character was very much a side character, even though he's a name brand actor, a big name actor, I guess, not name brand. He was kind of a wash because, oh, he's the competition. And then you don't really hear much about him again until the end. And it's just there could have been there could have been more. Yeah, it was kind of a waste. Uh, just just a name on the, the poster, I guess. Um, it's a little disappointing to see him not utilized because he is a very talented actor and it would have been nice to see just a little bit more. But, uh, the, the thing with, uh, the rock being, you know, uh, old, like, you know, several hundred years old and stuff, I didn't actually see that coming. And that was a little bit like, I mean, that's real fantastical, but I mean, uh, uh, you know, the plants coming to life and all kinds of different things is quite a, you know, we've got to hit the I believe button quite a bit on this movie, but it was still, it was still fun. So, but that's, what's great about this is they're pushing that and we're accepting of it because it's a Disney movie. This is what we want to see from Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the national treasure movies that came out, I love those. Those were fantastic. I feel like they flew under the radar a little bit, but became more popular after they were out of the theaters, but those are fun. You know, you know, it's a Nick Cage movie, but they were, they were great. Like, I don't know. Some people really don't like Nick Cage, but I think he's pretty fun. Uh, a lot of times he has, uh, a, a very diverse catalog, especially these days, but anyway, it's okay. Yeah, talk about suspension of disbelief, man. Those <laughs> National Treasure movies. Yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta hit the, what did you call it? The button? 
the, the I believe the I believe button definitely. I just watched a Nick Cage movie on Hulu, the one with the animatronic creatures. Uh, I don't know. Did you see it? it's a horror movie? Oh, uh, I think I saw a trailer for it. Uh, what, what was it called, man? It's like Willie's Wonderland or Wally's Wonderland or something like that. Okay. Was it any good? It was atrocious. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Great. Let's stop talking about it. <laughs> the funniest thing, though, Nick Cage doesn't say one word for the entire hour and 45 minute long movie. Not one word. So he didn't get paid then, right? Because don't you have to speak to get like the... Uh, like. Actors Guild, I don't know, stuff. I think he just got paid a lot less. Well, I guess he's still paying for the castle and the comic books and some other failed investments. I just thought you would have saw it because it's a horror movie, Mike. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm going to be honest, Matt. I don't have a lot of time to do too much. That's true. That's true. You, you have dishes and diapers and then making the monies. Yep. I keep him chained. <laughs> so I, I i'm gonna change the subject guys because we're, we're going completely different horror movie here so i'm bringing it back rogue rogue you guys are terrible rogue okay um so i want to talk about having emily blunt um a, you know the female lead character doing action scenes and um shedding some light on how things were for women you know, over a hundred years ago for the scientific community and, and for just women's rights in general and, and how things have changed starkly. And, um, you know, one thing in particular was <laughs> she's wearing pants and that really throws off the rock. Yeah. Hey, pants. <laughs> it yeah. threw off everybody. That was her nickname was pants. That pants. Was pretty wild. Yeah. And now, uh, you pretty much only see everybody wearing pants. You don't see skirts or dresses very often anymore. Unless it's a formal event. True, true. You know, that's that's what comes with choice. Pants are, <laughs> they're much more comfortable, in my opinion. Yeah, and functional. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, it also pointed out, you know, like her brother ends up being the one who has to deliver these lectures to this, I don't know, men's club? I don't even know what it was, like scientific Sci- club? Some scientific some, community, I It think. was a historical scientific society of archaeological something, something, something. Who knows? It was a bunch of things, but yes. Yeah, and she wasn't even allowed to speak on her own behalf, which was uh, pretty disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought it was, I mean, <laughs> this is how things were, but I liked how they showed it in the movie. Um how the women weren't even allowed to be on the same floor, like on the main floor with the men listening to the lecture. They all had to be up up top, you know, where they, they can't participate at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I, I just thought that that was uh, a very good portrayal of just how stark things were a um, hundred years ago. And I'm very, very, very grateful that things have changed <laughs> For the better, for for women to be able to participate, not just participate, but lead the scientific community. That's actually when you get your first introduction of Jesse Plemons was him telling her, what are you doing down here? You should be upstairs. Yes. He said, the secretaries are that way. Oh, thank you, sir. And back then you just had to demure. And I mean, these days you could give them the what for, but... <laughs> So, all right. Well, I believe that brings us to Mag's favorite section, 
the ratings. The ratings. All right. Well, um, again, I'm I'm going in strong. I enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought that they did a really good job with the um, the acting, the special effects, other than the sounds, obviously, of the animals. That's a little annoying for me. Um, but I gave this one four out of five reels. I, I enjoyed it. Wow. Big time over there. Big time. Yeah. Well, I'm also, I think I'm nicer than you guys. I think I'll probably do that a lot. <laughs> That's fine. Nothing wrong with being nice. Uh, I, I thought I was the nice one until recently. And I believe Mike and his fatherhood has changed him to being a nicer person when it comes to movie ratings. Mm-hmm. I think it's true. I think it's true. So Papa to be, how many reels do you give Disney's Jungle Cruise, the movie? Uh, so I'm going to give this one three and a half reels. And it's all because this is like the second time I've seen the backside of water. The second time. <laughs> well, Mike, you'll always be the backside of the water for the real film nerds. So Excellent, Matt. Excellent. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's just something <laughs> funny to say. How about you, Maddie Cakes? What are you giving it? I give it the exact same as... Mr. Talent over there. I gave it three and a half out of five reels. It was fun. I think it could have been better, but it definitely could have been a heck of a lot worse. But I did enjoy myself. It was well worth seeing in the theater. It's nice having all that action, all that going on, the craziness. I enjoyed it. Oh, so man, uh, when I picked this movie, you were a little bit uh, apprehensive. Uh, it, it turned out being okay. Yeah, it was going to go one way or the other. It was going to be absolute trash or it was going to be entertaining. There was no middle for this one. Luckily, it was entertaining. Well, that's very good. You know, it's it's good to see that. Uh, I figured with Emily Blunt, The Rock, some kind of story from Disney it would be okay. So, and it was. Well, all right. So, for next week, you get a choice, much like this past week, if you want to sit on your couch and watch this next one or go to the theaters we are going to review The Suicide Squad by James Gunn, the movie he did after he got kicked out of the MCU and then came back. Yeah, well, he's rehired again, but he had to finish this movie first. Right. And so far, all the people that have gotten early screeners are saying this is a really good movie. So I'm excited to watch this one. Yeah. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, I think this will be fun. And this is going to be available on HBO Max, right? Yep. HBO Max, I believe they're dropping it on the 5th. So I'm not sure if they're doing that a little early because that's only a few days away. I think it, but we'll see. I, I think it's Thursday or Friday. I don't remember. Something like that. No, 6th. That's Thursday. Yep. Drops on the 5th on HBO Max and in the theaters. So are you guys going to go to the theaters or you are going to watch it on HBO Max? Uh, we're probably going to watch it on HBO Max, Matt. But you never know. I don't know. Uh, it depends on what the time's looking like. But lately, time is fleeting. <laughs> I, I had a hard time getting into the theaters to see this one. I had to go on a Friday. I really prefer not to go on Friday night primetime. The theater was packed when I went and saw it. It was fun. It's not the kind of movie I would go and see, you know, packed like that, but it it was fine. Uh, Suicide Squad, just because of work constraints, I will definitely probably be watching it on HBO Max and hopefully before Sunday. 
<laughs> definitely, probably, huh? <laughs> definitely, probably, maybe, mostly, for sure. I think I have the MCU tie-in already, too. I think. Ooh. I'm not 100% sure, but oh, I think I Oh, all right. Awesome. I, I, <laughs> I saw a preview for a movie, and if it was for the Suicide Squad, then yes, I do. We'll see. I'll let you know. So what you're saying is it's going to have to become Mag's Marvel Cinematic Universe segment. <laughs> no, oh. because, I mean, again, like I, I know like the big characters of MCU, but uh, if, if there's not a big character in whatever movie it is that we're watching, I'm, I'm forget it. Nope. You've gotten Mike, though, a couple times. I, well, a couple. Yeah. But you guys, what, are, what episode is this? 230. Three? Two? Two? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like three times? <laughs> Two times? I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not go out on a limb and say I'm doing that great. Well, well, we didn't start doing the MCU tie-ins until like, what, the fourth episode? I believe the very first tie-in we did was a Jesse Plemons movie. It was uh, Game Night. Game Night. Game Night, I think, was the very first MCU tie-in, and I was like, ah, let's just do it every single episode, and it's been like that ever since. I don't know if it was episode four, but it's it's an early one. It's definitely single digits. It was very early. I remember you guys starting to do that. I thought it was fun. A lot of people like it. Yeah, we get a lot of compliments on that, and it is fun. It's, uh, it's not so fun for Mike, but the movies that Mike has the hardest time with are always the ones he picks. It's never the ones I pick. <laughs> It's 100% true, man. I really do do it to myself. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think that is enough for us this week until next week's shenanigans with the Suicide Squad. Uh, Mike's, Mike's, Mags. <laughs> added an S to Mike's. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Mike and Mags. It was wonderful. A pleasure as always. Uh, can't wait for next week. Mike, uh, do your thing unless you guys, Mags, has anything else to add. Um, if you are enjoying having me on the podcast, please send an email to, what is it, Matt? Mags at realfilmnerds.com. Is it Mags or Maggie? M-A-G-S. M-A-G-S at realfilmnerds.com. Do you want me to change it to Maggie? Is that better for you? No, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah, I'm excited. You guys, I have an email address for the real film nerds. What? Yep. And I cool. have to look up your password. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I, I think with that, um, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you on the next pod. Uh, make sure to follow us on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and go out there and see a movie if you feel comfortable or, you know, stream one of these movies like um, the Disney Plus movies or any other movies that are available via streaming, which seems to be almost all of them these days. So thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Catch you on the next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. Am I loud enough or do I need you to be louder? Great. You look great.
This is radio. Well, I didn't ask how doesn't I looked. Matter. I mean, it's radio. It doesn't matter how I look. doesn't matter how you look. That's why I'm on here. Only matters how you sound. Good morning, Matt Hinshaw on Magic 99.1. <laughs> yes, we are rolling, buddy. Oh, great. Yes. <laughs> how you doing? Uh, I'm alive. I'm awake. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Pretty tired. You just I, need to I get up a party. little earlier. You know, I've been up since four and I feel amazing. I went to bed like when you were like getting up. So yeah. Yeah. I don't what time did you go would... to bed? I want to know. Uh, last night, two. 2 a.m.? I had what are to finish. I had to finish photos. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, I was asleep by 10. You know that that other team that I shoot for, oh, not right. the local ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I, shoots I was for the Rattlers. Up, I was finishing up their photos, and they, okay. they're demanding. They're okay. like a they lot of demanding. photos. Okay, yeah. all right, a all lot. right. Enough about you. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> oh, okay, saw. okay, fine. Uh, Jungle Cruise. He, he very quickly. <laughs> yeah, you very quickly uh, correct me. Jungle Cruise from Disney. What'd you think? I thought it was okay. It, oh no! It was, just okay. No, it was a lot better than I, t- I anticipated. Okay. I thought it was going to be terrible. Yes, I was expecting now, a dumpster did, fire. Why did you think so? I mean, the rocks in it. How bad could it be? Because they're trying to make another movie out of a ride. They have no story. They have no <laughs> premise. They have nothing. Yeah. Emily Blunt is fantastic. Well, so of I knew she was going to do fine. I knew The Rock was going to do fine. Was he fantastic too? I mean, was, gi- they, give him a word. The chemistry between them was even better. Oh, good. He, he did well. Um, it's The story gets a little convoluted. It's very fantastical is a nice word I kept using yes. out front when I was talking to Denise. Very good. <laughs> I like but, fantastical. Um, it, I don't want to compare it to Pirates, the original Pirates, not the gajillion sequels that I refuse to Pirates watch. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, the yeah. original film. Okay. It's very much getting back to that. It's getting back to how Disney should have done movies and kept doing movies. It's fun. It doesn't make sense at times. It's, uh, you know, action sequences where, you know, uh, just for instance, in this one, Emily Blunt spends five minutes standing on top of a ladder, moving the ladder around. It would never happen. <laughs> but you know what? It's fun. Yeah. It's cool. Right. It's, you know, that's that's the stuff you expect to see from Disney. From this Disney. over the top. Yes. Just fun. Magical. Enjoying. Yes. Yes. Magical's a word. Sure. Okay. Very good. But that's that's so it's nice. They're going back to that instead of trying to be serious and trying to, you know, have fun. That's mm-hmm. That's what people look to Disney for. They look to that in the cartoons, the rides, the TV shows, everything. It's nice to see them going back to that. Absolutely. You are spot on. Looks like you're right in line with all of the critics. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 63, Metacritic 49, IMDb 6.7. So, like you said, it's not a it's not something you gotta see, but if you do see it, you'll probably enjoy it. It's well worth it. Yeah. Uh, especially for the family. Yeah. Uh, you know, the kids are gonna enjoy it, okay. parents are gonna enjoy it. There's right. not as much adult humor peppered in like oh. say a pe- Pixar movie or something right. like that right. but it's still decently in there you'll have a good time yeah uh, one of my complaints I think is too long it's too long how long I think is it's it too long it's like two hours and 10 or 12 oh, minutes or yeah, something I yeah. mean I that don't know, kind of movie needs to be like 145 yeah right? I don't know why the standard is like two hours now it's yeah. getting kind of ridiculous hour and a half hour 45 would have been perfect on this okay very there, good. there were some great action sequences there's some that could have been cut there's okay. they could have trimmed a little bit of the fat but uh okay I'm here yeah, I def- I'm thinking. Oh, well, oh, go for it. Well, I no. was just gonna jump right in and guess how many reels oh, we're gonna give it. Yes, please. I was gonna guess three out of five. Close. How many? Three and a half. Three and a half. 
half. Three and a half. Okay, yeah. so you liked it a little bit more than you're letting give on. A little, give a little bit mo- uh-huh. more of a bump. Because more of the of rock. Bump. Yeah, well, Emily Blunt mostly. Was he shirtless in the movie? Everybody, no, uh, everybody wants to know. No, actually, not he really. Wasn't. Not really, no. Okay, okay, no. so yeah, three and a half. Okay. Um, and fun thing, he has a decent amount of action. Yeah. But Emily Blunt is, I think, has more action yeah. scenes than him. And Interesting. It's, and it's nice to hear her in her natural accent, too. Yes, because she always has to change it. Yes. <laughs> Tell me, now, you have probably seen the reviews of Stillwater, and the, the results at the box office came in fifth place. This is Matt Damon's I new know. big blockbuster. It's kind of depressing. I'm so sad. What I, happened there? Do you know? I, I you haven't seen no it. Clue. Okay. I, I have no clue. I want to go see it. Yeah, I want to see it, too. It's um, only in theaters. Yeah, I see? might have to wait Me because too. it's not in line for next week. Right. Next week is another big blockbuster yeah. that we have to see. Oh, gosh, what? It's coming out on HBO Max. Is it a Marvel movie? And in the theaters. Superhero no. movie, action-packed, violent movie. It's a villain action-packed <laughs> movie. It's the New Suicide Squad oh. by James Gunn, okay, who famously has done the Guardian movies, and right. this is the movie that he did when Marvel fired him, I guess, yeah. for a year. Yeah, okay. So every, we'll see how it goes. Every Marvel nerd is excited to see that movie. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's a DC movie, but yeah. it's it's interesting it's to see to me. what James Gunn does. <laughs> it's yeah. all the same to me. Well, it has a shark. It has like a shark, like as oh. like a walking around shark. Villain. Okay, yeah. I mean, no, come on. That's I'll awesome. I'll pass. Catch the podcast. Do not pass on that. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Matt and his co-host are the stars. And uh, thank you for visiting with me every Monday morning on what station, Matt? The you have one thing to do. The amazing, magnificent Ooh. Magic 99.1. Very good.